Could it be? Yes, it could. Something's coming, something good. If I can wait, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. Around the corner, oh, whistling down the river. Come on. Not that something? Wow! Um, <laughs> no, I was trying to I was trying to join in, but I don't know it. Something's coming. All I know is by the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked wickedness way comes. comes. That's, that's Oh, that's where you were going. No, that's all I was thinking. Not the Streisand. I didn't know the Streisand. <gasps> I'm I, gonna I, take I, away I, your gay card. I, what I, do you mean you don't know the I Streisand? I don't have a gay card. I have a buy card. Are you going to take don't... away your guy now? Buy card. My guy card. I've taken that one away already. No, I'm going to take away your... What do you mean you don't know the Streisand? I didn't know that song. I'm sorry. I know Streisand, obviously. Because I remember the you song don't that... send me flowers. Send in the clowns. What? New Hawk State of I... Mind. Yenko? I didn't know you liked flowers. Um, I mean, I know you like no, flowers. Got I... a duet with Neil Diamond oh. and Barbara Streisand in it. Oh, no, I didn't know about that bit. No. I knew about the what the song that goes Barbara Streisand like that. Duck oh, sauce. Duck sauce. Yes, that's right. Yes. I know about that one. Not quite that one. That's like the thing you were saying earlier about a thousand duck-sized sauces, or, or one, one sauce-sized sauce duck. And who would beat which? Mm. Would it be the Enterprise D or would it be a Star Destroyer? Depends which one's... Depends which one Captain Benjamin Sisko is in charge of. That is probably true, actually. Because that's... Anyone I wear is cool. I mean, Captain Picard, great guy, love Captain Picard, wish I worked for him. Yeah. And he is a... Don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic captain, even in, even in a pinch, even in military situations and so forth, but... Captain Sisko yeah. is definitely somebody you want next to you in a street brawl. I totally do. I yeah. mean, he's in there, really. Yeah. He's... So from the season where he shaves his head onwards. And the beard comes in. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yes. What a guy. Mm. Basically, I mean, I'd fight alongside any of them. I know. To be honest. Dax. Oh, Dax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dax could lay a punch or two. I mean, even Janeway. Yeah, that's fair. She has her moments. She does. You know, where you kind of, you kind of. She punches Q. Did she punch Q or did Cisco? Punch no, it was Cisco. Cisco punched Q in the face. Oh yeah, that's right. To to Q, she was anti Kathy. Yes. Yeah. And look. Yeah. If her eyes could kill, he would have lost half his eyebrows. Yeah. Maybe she just didn't think of punching him in the face. It was 
you know, perhaps something that only occurred to Cisco. <laughs> mm, an omnipotent being has arrived at me and he's talking to me. My first instinct is to punch it in the face and Smack ask questions it, yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Lamp it one. Yeah, I like Cisco's diplomacy. It's it's this is what you do you have to do with gods sometimes. You have to just you have to establish a pecking order, you know? We're into God of War already, aren't we? We are pretty yeah. much, yeah. You say already like that's what we're gonna talk about. Well we kind of are. Yeah? We kind of are. Anyway, what were you wanting to talk about? Well I think we probably ought to say hello first. I've hurt my throat now. Oh, carry on. Thanks. Weren't you going to introduce us? I was. Hello, lovely <laughs> listeners. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode... I forgot what episode number is. 114. 114. 14. Are you sure it's 114? We didn't do that last week. No, we did 113 last time. Last time, last yeah. week, last time. We did 113 last time. Okay. I'm really now wondering whether those Barbara Streisand lyrics were right, because it's probably about, like... 20 years since I last sang them. I wouldn't have known. So I've got no clue whether they were right or not. Hello, <clears throat> lovely listeners. Welcome to episode 114. One, one that four. Of your favouritest queer geek heathen madness sideways left at Albuquerque show, Frithcast. Welcome <laughs> It's lovely to see you here. We're really glad you could join us around the virtual campfire for today's episode with a fanfare. I'm liking the fanfare. Would you like it to stop? No, keep going. It's good. It's good. A little bit of impro jazz fanfare going on. What we need <clears throat> is the, the, the trumpet guys off the beginning of Night's Tale. I thought that was awesome. So, yes. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm a heathen with a head full of stuff. Some of it's useful. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Settle in, warm your knees. My co-host and partner in Parage is Kate. Partner in Parage. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I'm Kate. I had to think about it then because all the letters got confused. I'm, I'm, I'm not a heathen. I'm, I'm just a sort of druidy, witchy thing that kind of hangs around here. Uh, indeed, I'm I'm Martner in Parage to the lovely Suzanne here. Barely Deloveds. Barely Deloveds. <laughs> you see, I can never remember. We are tethered here, good day. <laughs> I can never remember whether, whether that's weddings or funerals. I just can't. Well, I would imagine. I think Dearly Beloved is weddings, isn't it? Yeah. But we are gathered to gathered here today. In the sight of God. In the sight of God. Is some one or the other, and I can't remember. I which can't one. remember either. Lovely listeners, if you know, please alleviate our confusion by sending us the answer on a piece of batter pudding to the usual address. Mowage. That wessed arrangements. You forgot a line. I did. I is what did. brings us is together, together today. today. Yes, sorry. And look, it might be my favourite film, but I'm by no means an expert on it. I need to watch it again. Yes! Can we get on with this and then we can okay, watch it fine. again? Okay, fine. Okay. Yes. Bye, lovely listeners. Gotta go watch <laughs> The Princess Bride. Okay, look, look. Yeah. Sensible. We yeah. have sensible... We have serious things to talk about tonight. Do we? We do. 
Really? Well, it depends on what you actually chose, because some of the things we were talking about, talking about, yeah, were quite serious. They were. And we probably need to, you know, have a bit more of a... Wasps on a beach with margaritas. I need more coffee. <laughs> we were totally talking about wasps on a beach. We oh, were. Okay. Yes, so. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Where's the music going, by the way? Have we had that bit yet? Probably not. Okay. Somewhere back have, there, have we Have we, like, stopped talking long enough to put the music in? No. I'll, I'll just make a gap, then. Make a gap. One, two, three. There's a gap. Okay. Okay. Right. So, yes. Two days ago, I think, because time is wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, and does relative things, and I might have slept since then. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, Sony PlayStation dropped their God of War Ragnarok trailer. They and did. some character art. And we kind of wanted to have a bit of a, a use that as a bit of a springboard to launch into other things. Because Ye- we totally don't go off sideways. You've never heard us do it. We are deadly serious all the time and stay on point. Yes. No. Our dearly beloved darlings, our Trash Panda darlings. <gasps> trash Panda darlings! <laughs> we are going to talk about something topical. For you, once. You can get cream for that. You can't get cream for that. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I'm still worried about the wasps. I'm still worried where this coffee's going. It's going down too fast. Yeah. So, from what I understand, being not a console gamer myself... <clears throat> well, no. But, you know, keeping half an eye on the games industry and, and, and what it's doing, we don't often talk about gaming, do we? don't no we haven't talked a lot about we've talked about it like representation in books and in films and other media but not in video games i am aware that a, a little while ago some while ago now there was the release of the assassin's creed valhalla mm. which did look very very nice although i've never been a huge follower of the assassin's creed series did have a go at black 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 Different game to the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Black, Black flag. flag. Black Flag was very nice. Because pirates. Yeah. But it did keep interrupting my, my fun pirating with, with stories of like modern day stuff going on and computers. Didn't and really I, go for I that. I wasn't really part, bothered no. about that. I just wanted to pirate. But um, for a linear game, it did look and feel surprisingly open world. It, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty good, pretty well presented. So I'm not overly familiar with the, the with many of the sort of console titles, but I have seen or we have seen this trailer for God of War, which is the latest in a a, a, a long running series. Yes. Which and it's called subtitle Ragnarok. Yes. And I understand the premise to be that because I know games commentator Jim Sterling refers to it as Dad of Boy. Um, <laughs> it is, yes, there is Dad of Boy. Because it's it's basically a a sort of warrior type who wanders through time and space with young lad in tow. Yes. Uh, and killing gods. Well, technically. I understand is 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 but now I'm sure there's a story to it. I'm sure there's a reason why they're doing it and and, and so forth. But that's what I understand it to be. So they go they go they've been through various pantheons and and, and now it's and, the turn of the Norse. Now it's the turn of the Norse. And so in this lovely duology yes i would have liked it to have been a trilogy too but i think it's probably i think it's stopping at a duology is it i think i don't know i there's been 
quite a few God of War games, I think. No, I mean just the Norse one. Oh, just the Norse one. Just the Norse one. Oh, I think okay. it's two games based in Norse. Oh, is it? Mythomenomology. Because Assassin's Creed, different company. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Carry I on. think this is two two games. So this is the second one they're setting in the Norse stuff. Okay, all right, fair enough. I think. I don't know. I say I haven't really been keeping... I've, I've only it's sort of seen the trailer and I've seen what some of the commentary has been about. Yes. So we thought we'd use that as a, a springboard, as a way forward into things that are kind of ticking over in our heads a little bit at the moment. So in the trailer for God of War Ragnarok, which we might have watched a few times because, <laughs> oh my goodness, the gameplay looks rather lovely. Yeah. There is a very brief partial image of Thor. He's the one with the hammer. Yes. Just thought I'd help. And this might have sparked off some almighty <laughs> online discussions about his portrayal in the game because they've released character art of the characters as well. Mm. And, yeah, the Thor depiction, how he's going to be depicted in God of War Ragnarok has caused some spirited discussions. There's been... It might be fair to say, spirited discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's been some to and fro. There has. And... Primarily because there are a couple of things that are notably different to his previous portrayals in media. Popular media. Yes, pop, popular cult, pop culture portrayals that have been prominent in recent years. Yes. By which we mean, of course... MCU. Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Moment, please, for Chris Hemsworth. <sighs> okay, Thanks. carry on. I needed that. Mm. I mean, he's nice, isn't he? He, he really is. is. But anyway, it has to be said that, and I, I have said before on this very uh, podcast, what you are listening here to for with right now, unto, I do <clears throat> tend to think when you, when you talk to me about Thor, even proper Thor, mm. I tend to visualise him as Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and the new God of War Ragnarok artwork for Thor is a little bit far off Chris Hemsworth, it's fair to say. I think that's fair. Yeah. It's it's different. It is. It's very different in the fact that he's got red hair, mm -hmm. whereas Crims Chris Hemsworth is notably not. Crimson Hemsworth has. Crimson Hemsworth. <laughs> Thank you. Crimson Hendrus is not... I'm going to stop it now. You just take over for a minute. I'm going to drink okay. coffee. So basically, the, 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 the visual the visualisation in the uh, supporting game art shows Thor, the god of thunder, the one with the hammer, as a gentleman with red hair and beard, as you say, holding a hammer, because he's got a hammer. But in terms of bodily proportions, mm. it is fair to say... <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a, a, a delicate way of saying it. He 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 is rather heavier around the midsection. Yes. Than we are used to seeing when we look at, say, for example, Chris Hemsworth, or indeed Tom Hiddleston playing Loki, or or, or any any number of other inverted commas superheroes. Yes. As presented in modern, um, uh, what's it? I believe in proper queer parlance, he's closer to a bear than an otter. Fine. 
I will go with that. I'm quite happy. Yep, yep. We'll say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this has sparked quite a lot of discussion because previous examples of Thor have been very hyper-masculine. Very much muscular, very trim, very tidy, very... Very idealised. Very idealised in terms of muscle structure. Chiselled. Very chiselled. Very... I don't know how you'd put it. Six-packs, pecs. Very six-packs and pecs. Whereas this particular version of the God of Thor means you just kind of want to reach over and scratch his tummy. Might not be your best plan ever, but you kind of get that vibe that he's like, you know, he can sort of go and pound the crud out of giants, but he's also a big party animal and it's likely to have a hangover at any given stage. Well, I think this is the point, isn't it? I think, I think... Essentially, what we have is a portion of the uh, the audience who are presumably waiting for this game and, and keeping an eye on the, mm-hmm. the, the adverts and the trailers and so forth. A portion of them have become used to seeing Thor in the superhero mold. So you are seeing, they are used to seeing him as he's portrayed in the MCU, as he, he appears, you know... Um, not the frog in a jar. Not the frog in a jar. But we are, see, we are used to seeing him as... A carrot uh, top. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah broad shoulders, broad, narrow hips. Yes, exactly. Um, six pack pecs, muscles. And in fairness, we do have to we do have to make a I, I think it's it's worth making a, a, a quick sort of reference to to point out that, that Chris Hemsworth does play him. He plays him in a number of different ways, I think, depending on who's directing and who's writing the script. I mean, the Thor from say Thor the Dark World. There's always been a a, a, a sort of <laughs> A relatively comedic theme running through some of the things that Thor does and some of the things he says. I mean, in the first film, we see him, you know, at that at that diner, throwing, yes, the, throwing that the beautiful culture clash. Yeah, yes. throwing the mug on the floor. Another bang because that's what he do. And yeah, you know. um, she's, like, she's like, don't, don't, don't do that. She's like, what? I liked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just bring us another mug of tea. So there always has been this sort of this sort of humor. And uh, which which film was it? Was it um, Infinity War or Endgame? Where he's been living in the new Asgard, which is like some fishing village in Sweden or wherever mm. it is, and he's dealing with a lot of the stuff. I mean, they, they, they've all, all the Avengers at that point have got a lot of stuff to process, a lot of stuff to, to handle, mm. and Thor has to face the fact that he, essentially, it must have been after the snap, mm. because there's a bit where. Thor is having to face up to the fact that he didn't kill Thanos when he could have done. Yes. He's having to face up with the fact that he didn't save Loki. And um, he couldn't save his mother. And so on. He's got, he's got all this stuff on his plate. And they play it a bit for laughs, but they do present Thor in the, in that film as being, again, a little bit hef- heftier than before. Mm. He's, he's, he's you know, we would say out of shape, out of condition. His, his muscles have sort of sagged a bit drinking beer he's not presenting himself well and that's yeah that's kind of all tied into the theme of where i wanted to go with Mm. this Mm. of this the image of the god of war thor and what i'm hoping is will open up this discussion on what is a healthy body image yeah what is toxic masculinity what is hyper masculine Mm. these images of sort of superheroes that we're used to seeing that we expect and hold people to, or men expect and hold themselves to. Yeah. I have to have a good-looking body. I have to have muscles. I have to be 
this mm. idealized person, and yet now we're seeing an idealized person who is heavy set, yeah, who looks as though he could murder you with the blink, <laughs> and do it while he's got a mahusive hangover because he also parties hard and drinks hard, aka, you know, all the oxen, four oxen and seven tar- barrels of mead as the starter at his own wedding. Yeah, you. I mean, I obviously I've <laughs> learned. A lot about the myth cycle, about the Eddas, and you know how the how the gods are portrayed in those sources from from you and from and from sort of doing this and uh, and, and all this kind of thing. And, I, and I've always been aware that you know that image of Thor, that that sort of idealized image of Thor, is not how he's presented in the myths. In the myths, he's presented more as um. I did see somebody say that he was he he reminded I forget who it was. Somebody online was saying that they they were remind they were reminded of of, of somebody like just a, a sort of bigger version of Gimli, or somebody yes. like that. He's Brendan more Gleeson as well. From oh, somebody suggested that Brendan Gleeson would play him well. My God, yes. Wouldn't he just? But he's or the chap who played the mountain in Game of Thrones. We apologise, Gregor whatever... Clegane. We apologise to whatever culture we've just. Offended, I think it's but... probably Icelandic, and <laughs> I might not live long after this because he's rather a tall gentleman. But somebody with his physique, because if you look at, like, the World's Strongest Men, yeah. and you look at the World's Strongest Man competition, they've all got that very heavy set body, but the muscles aren't defined. Yeah. They're very much very solid. Mm. And that new image of Thor as somebody who is very physically fit and who is very strong, but is also <clears throat> very solid, like a mountain. Yeah. You know, son of the earth. He it, is a mountain in man's skin, if you like. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's it strikes me as as you know, you're looking at somebody who has has a good relationship with gravity. You know what I mean? There yes. are there's somebody who whose strength <laughs> comes from. I don't want. I use these words, and I'm 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 conscious that they they could be taken the wrong way. But somebody whose strength is related to their solidity. Yes. You know. Their firmness, the the fact that they can they can stand. It's not so much that they can do like fantastic kung fu moves or or anything no, like that. They it's, are solid, but they are solid and they are strong. And it's <clears throat> and when you think about the things that the myth cycle describes Thor, the the attributes that 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 uh, the myth cycle describes for Thor. Yes, you have the red beard, you have the red hair. You also have the fact that he he just he comes over as a a, a big lad. Mm. He has a belt and a pair of gloves. See, that's that's where my other thought with the the God of War portrayal is. He has a belt on, but he doesn't have any gloves. Yeah. And I'm like, that jarred a little bit with me. Yeah. That he was picking up Molnir without gloves on. Well, that was that was the thing because in the original sources, Thor picks up Molnir using the magic in that belt and the magic in those gloves. Yes. So, whereas in the MCU we're presented with a Thor who can lift Mjolnir because he is the right man for the job, or the right god for the job. Yes, until Vision picks it up. Until Vision picks it up. <laughs> but you have, this, you have this running thing of somebody who is worthy can pick up the hammer. Yes. And somebody who isn't... Somebody who isn't strong enough. Yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> that, that introduces an interesting storyline through the MCU, mm. which comes up here and there. But it also, it also highlights the, the, the fact that Worth wasn't originally a part of Thor's mythology. If he was wearing the belt and he was wearing the gloves, he could pick up the hammer. Yes. But if, say, Loki was wearing the belt and wearing the gloves, 
presumably they could pick up the hammer as well. And presumably when the giant steals it, which sets off the whole Thor in a wedding dress mm. saga, the giant must be strong enough to lift the hammer in the first place, otherwise he can't walk off with it. Yeah. He doesn't take Thor's belt and gloves with him. No. Presumably Thor has his belt and gloves on under the wedding dress because otherwise he can't pick he up the hammer. He wouldn't be able to pick it up either. At the end of the myth. But that introduction of the MCU of you can only pick it up if you're worthy, that introduces like self-worth. And the fact that when you get Thor and he's living in New Asgard and he believes himself to not be worthy anymore because he's dealing with some fairly heavy stuff. He's yeah. dealing with PTSD. He's dealing with grief. He's dealing with shame. He's dealing with guilt. Yeah. He's dealing with things that are incredibly emotionally heavy to carry. Yeah. And yet, when he gets to the point where he's faced with the Molnir and he goes, no, I can't, and then he picks it up and he realises, I am still worthy. Yeah. Even though I am carrying all this stuff, even though all of this stuff has happened to me, even though all of this stuff I am still trying to process, mm. I am still worthy of this. And that, I think that brings in that self-worth aspect that maybe this one portrayal of the, the God of War, Ragnarok Thor, yeah. as a, a, a non-chiselled heavyweight who can basically just make things go splat by looking at them yeah is very much you know new man goals yeah is he you know very much physically fit and i am worthy even though i don't look like a, a chiseled i don't have to focus on being dehydrated to you're make not, myself look good yeah you're not six pack and pecs you're you're you know you're you're just a just a guy yeah and um i mean it should it should be pointed out that as, a, as far as I understand it, the running storyline, I think we mentioned earlier on, the running storyline of, of the God of War games is, is that you are fighting the gods. So the gods are presented as antagonists in most of these. Mm. You know, they are the bad guys, the big bads that you have to take down. Yeah. So obviously we haven't played the game. I haven't played any of the other God of War games, so I'm not going to sort of sit here and... No, and we've essentially got a tentative release date of next year sometime at next some year. point. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is this is great because this is going to be a wonderful portrayal of, you know, a, a, a healthy masculinity and, and, and all this no. kind of thing. Because I don't know, he's probably an absolute bastard. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that's what these image portrayals will start off is... Mm what is healthy masculinity and what is healthy for our mental health what is healthy for our self-image mm. what are we able to refocus some of that on knowing that we can go through some stuff yeah and still know that we are worthy yeah and i th i'm hoping that that's where this image in the, the god of war ragnarok and also the mcu concept of i am worthy yeah will come together in helping people whether you present feminine or masculine, whether you are trans, non-binary, identified female yeah. at birth, whoever you are, that you are able to maybe look at these images and say, what does that mean for me in terms of my own self-worth? Mm. How does this image of Thor maybe parallel images that I've had? Does it resonate with encounters that I've had with this person? Mm. Does it 
resonate with the imagery that I have? Do I understand this deity in a slightly different way? Does that deepen my understanding mm. of who they are and what they are to me? Yeah. And who I am and what I am to me. <clears throat> this is not us saying, you know, you shouldn't look chiselled. If um, that is your thing. Yeah, if your that's thing. your thing and you feel better that that's, you, that, you know, that's that's the way you, you yeah. want to present yourself. Obviously, we're not saying you cannot look like you, you want to, you know, whatever's within but, your capability and what in your... Yeah, maybe we are saying there is more than one body type. Ex- yeah, then that's the thing. It's, it's at the same time if you... Because I'm, I mean, I'm not exactly, you know, the perfect figure for who I'm... Well, me yeah, either, you know. <laughs> So I think it's fair, lovely listeners, that we can all privately think we've all got wobbly bits that we're not really sure about yeah. and we'd rather kind of disguise. Basically, I think it's just a simple, a simple statement of, first of all, with re- respect to the game specifically and the, the, con- the contra... Is it controversy or controversy? I've never, never been sure. I don't know. Anyway. Like aluminium, 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 aluminium. Yeah. I'm an aluminium. Yeah. I know schedule... Is oh I don't know I thought I knew now I've forgotten schedule schedule or schedule I can't remember which is British and which is American doesn't I matter I don't I don't I just I just use words yeah. I don't care where they come from really That's fine. anyway in relation to the game itself specifically and the controversy surrounding that it's it's interesting to be able to look at it and say well yes but the portrayal in the game art that's been released is not inconsistent with what's in the original sources. And if your argument is Thor should be Chris Hemsworth, then, or, or, you know, somebody along those lines, then I think you probably need to go back and read some more Edders and... Is he in the Edders in there? I don't... A whole lot of... Yeah, yeah, he appears in quite a lot of stories, actually. Different ones, but it's I know the stories, but I don't know where the stories are from specifically. So, yeah, I mean, again, the, the... the game controversy is a controversy about a game, and you know it's it basically seems to come from a a, a, a a mismatched expectation amongst a group of gamers who were expecting one thing and got something else. Yes. But the the something else that they've got, as I say, is not inconsistent with the original portrayal. But also, it does raise this question of if you take the gods as ideals of some sort, and I know obviously in Norse culture they're not so much. They're a lot more human in Norse culture than... They are, yes. They um, are a lot more human. So, you know, but it does it does, it does, does make the point that, you know, you don't have to be the idealised perfect. No, and it kind of feeds into toxic masculinity. It feeds into... You said it. What? You said it! I know. You said it. What did I say? You said the TM thing. I did. Oh, I'm God. also going to say it feeds into... There goes our Twitter account. <laughs> R.I.P. my mentions. Yeah. It feeds into that sort of understanding or aspiration to hyper-masculinity. It can feed into white supremacy and be a part of that and feed into expected hyper-gendered roles yeah. that where you your aspiration is an extreme of a gendered role yeah. rather than what is more likely to be a middle ground of a gendered role or even a different portrayal of a gendered role. So maybe I think what I'd like to see from this God of War, and yes, we've got like a year maybe to wait for the game to come out. And even when it does, basically... Possibly a little bit longer. Like I say, bear in mind that Thor's going to be a bad guy in it. He is. From my understanding. We've but... got a year to kind of thrash these things through. Yeah. And 
take a look at for modern inclusive heathen communities to maybe reassess their own understanding of healthy relationships of supportive relationships between heathen men yeah or people who identify male yeah where you're able to say actually i'm having a bit of a crap time at the moment yeah and i could really do with just sitting down and talking this through and it's something it's the word that takes the most courage to say isn't it yeah help is help yeah and that to be able to sit down and go I need a bit of help with this. I think that is the biggest thing that anybody can say, whether you identify male, whether you identify f- masculine, feminine, non-binary. Mm. I think what I'd like to see is this imagery opening up discussions about healthy relationships, about healthy body image, about different body types. I think it comes to the point that I, I've always, I've always considered Thor to be a very practical god. Mm. He is above all else practical. You know, he doesn't. He deals with situations as they are. Um, he he's not. Does deal with them quite literally. He's yeah. not particularly good at subterfuge, which is why the episode in the dress works so well. <laughs> but I think it, it helps if we if if we associate him more with if we see him as somebody to be admired, somebody to be emulated in any sense. I think I think it's the practicality that you know. Sometimes things are shit. That's basically all it would be mm. for me. is is just is just a question of you know let's lean into the practicality of of Thor as a tutelary figure, if you know what I mean, a, a, a sort yeah. of um, a, an exemplar aspect exemplar. I yeah. like that word. Yes, as an exemplar. Let's lean into the practicality side of him and not the hey, God, look like Chris Hemsworth side of him. Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you pondering some of those big, big questions and. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of hoping these debates around that imagery will go, is to start sparking off those conversations about healthier, supportive relationships, about body image, and being able to maybe recognise things like fat phobia and hypermasculinity, toxic masculinity, mm. and being able to set reset healthy boundaries for ourselves around those topics. Yeah. Alternatively, if you want to take a break from that, you can always Chris Hemsworth. Indeed, you can. You can. And by all means, you know, buy yourself a copy of God of War Ragnarok when it comes out. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping if if we say that, then then Sony will come and say, here, have some money for advertising for us. <laughs> um, it's possible they might not. They might not. But, you know, one, one can but nice hope. thought. Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you with that thought. If you would like to find us online, you can find me. My name's Suzanne Martin. I'm under Facebook on that name. I'm also on Twitter at Geetha Ingees. And if you want to find me online, I'm currently masquerading on Facebook under the name Cat Martin. So I'm I'm being I'm being your wife at the moment. Good show. So uh, you'll find me as Cat Martin on Facebook. And if you want to find uh, uh, find your way to our I'm going to try that again. Please do. If you want to find your way to our <laughs> our page on uh, on Facebook, you can search uh, uh, Frithcast Pod, and you'll find our our page there. That will lead you into our little uh, little Facebook group and to our ultimately to our Discord server where we hang out. 
Yes, if you'd like to come and join ourselves and other lovely listeners around the world who dip in and out, we have some channels, we have some spaces, we have a fairly big space around the virtual campfire, so you're all very welcome to come and grab a mug of choice and come and settle in. Always for room for bit, more. Little bit of a chat. I don't know why I said it like that. Campfire. Lovely listeners, we're going to talk to you all next time for episode 115. We hope you will join us then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.